welcome back into another episode of the Coach Steve Show. Today, we're going to discuss some pistol option, probably a little bit of what I would consider midline to my knowledge and what I have done and seen. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes. Um, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the other videos. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, do all that stuff for me, please, and thank you, especially subscribing. And let's get the iTunes numbers up. we got to get that rolling and get those numbers up. So today we're going to discuss a little bit. We're going to start diving into uh, some pistol option. We've talked about some different pass plays and everything. I really like pistol option. I really like things that can be done out of it. This is just a very simple way to do it and discuss it. Playing in an under center power eye triple option that I did and then coaching it for a little bit. And then dabbling a little bit into the spread option a little bit. Now we're talking about we're talking about not RPO option, which you can do off a of pistol, but we're talking about true reading a defender, pitch, orbit motion, all that type of stuff. So today we're gonna discuss a little bit what I would call midline pistol option and different things out of that that you could do. So that's what we're gonna discuss today. And it's a part of our simple offensive segment. So here we have our pistol op pistol formation that we have set up. So if you're listening to an audio, we have X on the left that's on the line of scrimmage. I put H, I know you could put that as a wing, but I'm just going to keep it in my terminology of having H being from a spread thought process here. So H is considered our wing. Uh, y is on the right side. We put him on the line of scrimmage. He could be off Z out to the right off the line. So this is a, you could still call us a two by two. Uh, 10 personnel, but you could get into 11 personnel if you want the H-back to be more of Y or anything like that. Um, we are on a pistol set now. If you're talking about true pistol, you're about three yards, three, three and a half yards. You could still be four yards, four and a half yards, but still line up in pistol. And the T alignment or the running back alignment just all depends on what play you're running. He could be two yards behind the quarterback, could be a yard and a half, whatever the timing is for you. Um, that you would consider. Now, the defense we're seeing is a 4-2-5 or a 4-3. Um, right now, I have a 5-3-1-5, our jackbacker, if you want to call on the outside. Uh, the other Sam linebacker, you could call him a bandit. Um, out on the wide, Mike and Will in the middle, free safety as a one. High corners have to guard the, the receivers. Now, the reason why I like this type of pistol option is because you're still spreading them out to where you can throw the football. This this right here that I'm talking about when I talk about pistol option football is we're still talking about pitch relationships. That's why you can have the running back be about two yards behind because if he's the one that's your pitch guy, you got to be about a four-by-four four, uh, relationship. I am talking about true option football where we can pitch it, but you also want formations to where you can run other run plays other than option. You can maybe run an RPO off of it since you already are running option. And you can still have passing plays out of this. So to make it easy out of this, you have to make sure that the, there's a reason why I keep this as an H-back because you probably want that as your other running back. In wing T world, wing T option world, that guy usually is like a running back because your guy behind you is probably a fullback because he's the dive all the time. You want a speedier guy than your traditional fullback because you want to orbit motion. But sometimes the guy behind you, if you're on speed option, you want a normal running back, which we'll get to. So let's talk about quote unquote midline. Midline for me was literally, we would call it 10, 11 option. 
And if you want to call 12, 13 options still part of midline, you could. But it was reading the first defensive lineman to that side. So right now, if we were to call 10, we'd be reading the one technique. So the lineman up front, there's two different ways to go about this, the, the, the simple pistol midline. We, we could call this guy a bozo. We could do everything we want. That means they're not touching him. So the right guard would leave him and try to get to the linebacker. Center, same thing. They're scooping off, and he's finding first threat. The wheel scrapes over. He's getting there. If not, he's aiming towards the mic. Left guard is kicking out. Left tackle's kicking out. Okay, that's what's happening up front. Now, the first way to go about this is the right tackle is also leaving the defensive lineman, and now you got two guys going for a linebacker because if the tackle, the three technique scoops inside, the center can pick him up. We have just multiple attack going towards the linebackers. Here's what you could do. Or here's what you should do. You would have an orbit motion. So as soon as this guy starts to get in motion, very quickly he turns and takes a step, maybe two steps. Quarterback is hiking the football. He is churning, and he is reading that one technique. He's meshing with the running back. He's churning. He's opening up 3 o'clock, literally flat down the line, and he's putting the ball back, and he is staring. And he's going to ride with him till he gets to about chest level. And at that point, he's going to either have to pressure the ball into the, into the running back or he's going to have to pull the ball. Running back has to fake it. He is reading that one technique. If the one technique goes with the lineman or he scoops out, if he dives over to this B-gap, he is going to hand the ball off. He is just trying to get as much yards as he can, following the center, right guard, right tackle. That is the read key. If that nose guard just sits there, he's not moving, quarterback's going to pull the ball, and this H-back still got to keep his 4 by 4 principal quarterback is going to keep the ball. While that's happening, our Y is out trying to block the linebacker, Z's trying to block the corner. You could have him go block the safety if you so much choose. That's just a long way for me. The receiver here, he can look to crack back back in the olden days, which I don't you really can't do anymore, or he's just trying to go find somebody else. You could have him run a route because eventually you could play action this. So the nose guard, the one technique is the read key. This five technique or the C gap, D gap defender has now become the pitch key. So the reason why you're not having him tackle, quarterback's not reading him. If he comes up to attack the quarterback, he's going to pitch the ball to the H back. And he's going to follow those two blockers, trying to get as much as he can. If that guy um, does not fly out and he crashes in, quarterback can keep it and run. And the way I was taught was H-back, running backs, always try to stay with your quarterback no matter, even down the field. If they break away, you're still trying to run there because I've seen where quarterbacks at the last second pitch it, especially in high school, they turn and pitch it. Um but they want to keep it that way. So this right here would be a simple way to run a midline option out of pistol uh, to read that one technique, who is the read key, and the five technique is the um, is the pitch key on the five technique. And so this is just a simple one, the first simple way of blocking it up front. The other way, everything stays the same. But if you have a good right tackle or a left tackle, depending on which way you're running it, you could have him, you, people call it skating, you could call it scoop, whatever you want to call it. He could go and try to hook that guy. And so really, don't. so here's where this becomes. In high school, sometimes you want them to read people instead of lanes. When you get up to college, maybe you have a stud, a quarterback, anything else, they want to read 
gap sometimes who is going to be flying up. I like to read gap to read people. Um, but if you could hook this and the right guard has no problem getting to that linebacker, same thing everywhere, except now you're telling the quarterback, hey, you're turning and running. As soon as someone attacks at you is when you got to pitch it. This is a little more difficult for me, but I've seen this where they've hooked um, and the Y still blocks. And then with this, sometimes I've seen where they don't. They go to get that free safety. So now it becomes more of this read. To me, this is way more difficult. But if you've got a dude at right tackle and you can hook that guy, maybe he is crashing in hard a lot. Maybe that's what you want to do. Fine. The other way for me is easier, but this is another simple way that I have seen done in the midline option. Um, if you've got that dude at right tackle, fantastic. But this is another simple way that you could run a pistol midline um, out of this reading the one technique um, to that side. So right now this would be like a 10 going towards that three technique or the one technique. So now we've just flipped the formation and we're going to keep the same front. So we have our 5-3-1-5. I flip the uh, formation. So the Y and the X are on the left side with Y on the line of scrimmage. The H is now the right wing and the Z is on the right side on the line of scrimmage. We are going to run now what we would call 11. And again, we are reading the first defensive lineman to that side. Um, so this is where it could be confusing if you were in a 12 or a 13 when I ran it because really you're trying to read that A-gap defender for most people. But if you want to keep – some of the rules are going to be the same depending on the front you get. So if you say, hey, we're going to read the first defensive lineman to that side on 10, 11, 12, and 13, the quarterback just has to know who he's reading. Now, with a, a front lineup like this, probably not because you're overloading them on one side. You probably should run something different. But up front, our left tackle would kick out that end. The left guard scooping underneath to get to the mic. The right guard and right tackle are calling a deuce to get to that linebacker. Right tackle um, would be kicking out that end. Now, again, you could have uh, the left tackle kick out, or you could have him scoop underneath and get to that backer as well. I like going to the backer because now the quarterback knows, okay, the, the three technique is my read key. The end is my pitch key. Uh, the Y has to go block. The X has to go block. You could have the left tackle scoop out and go get the outside linebacker. That's another option as a whole game planning. Um, your H back, is, as soon as he goes to that orbit motion, we are riding with the running back. This may be a give depending on what kind of stunts they're doing up front. Um, but your H back, so the quarterback's reading. Uh, H back is in his orbit motion. Then he's keeping his four by four principles. Quarterback can keep ball, and you always want to fake it. If you don't keep it, you want to fake it to hold that five technique out there. So the five technique becomes the pitch key. So quarterback's opening up. He's opened up just like before when we opened up to three o'clock. Um, we're going to open up the opposite way. Churn, have it all the way back. By the time he gets to his chest, right to the right peck, is should he know if he's going to pressure the ball or if he's going to give it? That is how that mesh read to me has always worked. Um, so he's going to open up flat, and then he's got to get downhill, and he's got to be prepared to get hit um, when you run this type of option. Um, so we opened up to 3 o'clock. Now we're open up to the 9 o'clock. Our foot's going to open up to 9 o'clock. You can even have it open up to 8 o'clock if you want the toes pointed that way because of that. Now when you get to a longer one, 
Maybe not so much, but if you want to get them far back, instead of opening up, you go up to three or four o'clock on the right side and even eight o'clock on the left side. Um, but that's the only difference here. And again, you can have the left tackle try to hook the end if you want and change up the keys. But this is the simplest way for me looking at a pistol um, to run an option from a midline to me because we're first reading inside um, to that side because we're all going to block the we're not going to block the first defensive lineman to that side. And there you go. That is a simple way that I would run midline pistol option out of the easiest formations possible. There's a bunch of other stuff we can get into what it could look like when you get to unbalance, when you get to passing plays off of it. But that's the easiest way to me to run midline pistol option, um, part of our simple offensive segment. Uh, please like and subscribe to YouTube channel. Follow Ray on Apple and iTunes. Um, please leave a review and stuff on, on iTunes and wherever you listen to your podcast. We get that part growing. Subscribe to YouTube channel. Those numbers were going up. Now we got to get them up even higher. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. It would be greatly supported. Ch uh, leave a comment, comment section down below. Um, check out all the other videos. Thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.